Welcome to Empowered Conversations. I'm your host, Susie Petrozzi. This podcast will take you on a journey of personal growth and self-discovery through conversations with special guests that will inspire you to live the life of your dreams. Get ready now for an Empowered Conversation. Hi everyone, today I will be interviewing Caroline Bone, who is the founder of Bay Talk. And Bay Talk was born from an idea to bring like-minded businesses together to connect, support, and build a community. And it's not like your usual networking business event um, or business um, organization. So if you're not into that, then you might be interested to hear more about Bay Talk to find out what they do. Uh, if you're in the local area of Inner West Sydney, then you are more than welcome to join Bay Talk. Otherwise, you might be interested to know just how they do things and whether this is something you might um, you might find in your area, or it, maybe it's something that's missing in your area. And basically, what they do is they match local buyers with local businesses. And they have a local online business directory um, and really focusing on small business community. I think it's really interesting now that um, having gone through COVID or we're still going through COVID as the restrictions are easing, I think there's going to be a greater focus on uh, community, bringing the community sense back, looking at what is locally, what can we do to support each other locally. And I know that that's happening world, world, worldwide. Now, Caroline's story is really interesting, and this is why I wanted to interview her today, because of um, her health issues and then how she came to transition from corporate to um to actually forming her bay talk so let's get started hi caroline thank you so much for um agreeing to have an empowered conversation with me i am really 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 pleased that you asked me to do this because i'm excited to share to share my story yeah and your story is so powerful so let's start with that tell me okay tell me what is the story behind bay talk okay well I got my first taste for, for marketing and community when, when I started a job with a marketing team after having my youngest daughter, who actually just turned 10 yesterday. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, happy and birthday! I, yeah, it was a brilliant day. But um, yeah, and I loved it. I absolutely loved the job. But then um, in 2013, I got diagnosed with MS. And so that made the corporate work uh, much more challenging. And so I decided that I would leave and create a more flexible type of work for, for my family and, and for myself. Mm-hmm. And that led me to try out sales. And mm-hmm. I tried out Enyo and skincare. And I realized very, very quickly that I could not sell, I think. If <laughs> someone yeah. said no, that was like, well, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, well, what I'll do is I'll set up a website. And, and when I think back, I think I thought I could actually just hide myself behind that website and not have to go out and sell. And on this website, I would host other businesses that are in the health and beauty space. Mm. And we could refer each other's business and cross promote. Mm. And I was going to call, well, I did call this, um, this website, Inner West Health and Beauty. And it meant that I didn't have to sell or even go out and speak to anyone. 
it would all just, I thought, magically happen by cross um, promotion. All us businesses on this website would all just help each other sell our products. Mm. Um, and then I thought to myself, why am I limiting it to health and beauty only? I'll open it up to to all businesses in the inner west, and that's when um, inner west health and beauty became Baytalk. But Baytalk was a directory, and I never ever wanted it to just be a directory. But when you've got a bunch of businesses online on the same website, well, that's a directory. Yeah. <laughs> and what I really wanted is I wanted a community. But you can't build a community by just having businesses showcase themselves on the same website. Mm. They need to meet each other. And mm. so from this, the, the meetings began, and these meetings are called Bay Chat. Mm. And the meetings are awesome. It's not about referrals or anything. It's just we get to, to know each other, share knowledge, challenges. And it more it feels to me, it feels more like I'm sitting at the table with a group of friends having breakfast. And these group of friends are people that really, really want to help me in my business and I really want to help them in theirs. It really just feels like a group of us that just genuinely like helping. Mm. Um, so that's kind of the journey of how it began. And, and the, the website is there for the businesses to showcase themselves. And then there's the social media side of it um, where I give businesses regular shout outs. And then there's the meetings. So it's a little community of businesses. So you essentially went from having to make a big decision working the corporate, having, you know, having um, your, did you say your second child, having Amelia, is that right? When yeah, you, third child, last third, child. Okay, yes, third third, sorry, because you've got the big boy. but um, We've got the big boy. Yeah. yeah. And then had to make this big decision because of your health issues, which I'll, I'll ask about that a little bit later. How how easy or big or difficult was that decision? And I ask that because there are so many people in the corporate or working full-time in some kind of capacity organisation for someone to then um, make that decision to say that this is not what I want. I know for you one of the main motivators was MS, but mm. what was involved in that decision-making? Um, it was family, to be honest. It was actually... The weekends, I was so exhausted, um, which is one of the, the things that happens with MS, is the fatigue, is it's an overwhelming fatigue. It's not a fatigue that you can just think, I'll have a coffee and push through. Mm. Um, so everything was taking me so much longer to do at work. And so I was doing it at home. Um, I didn't want people at work to know I was doing it at home. Um, just trying to keep it secretive and... And the weekends I spent sleeping, so I wasn't having any time with with my children. Um, so really, it was the quality of life. It was really what's life actually about. And it's mm. not about working all day and sleeping all weekend, yeah. um, just so you can get through. Yeah. So that was really my thing. It, it was family. Mm. And um, in terms of that decision, looking back, is it the best thing? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. What 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 came from it? Yeah. It was the best, absolutely the best decision for me. For the family, for everything, yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it just meant I was able to change so many things that yeah. I was having to do just to, to stay at work, just different medication. Mm. Um, I was able to go off all of that and, yeah. Wow, okay. So I will, will definitely chat about that a bit more because I can't imagine how many people were in your shoes or are, have been and can really re resonate with that because having – 
having a chronic illness like that is, um, I mean, having to tackle family, full-time work, work, household, all of those responsibilities is enough in itself. Mm. But then um, add complicated um, physical symptoms, chronic illness, that is a whole other um, issue to tackle, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and when you've got perfectionistic um, tendencies as well, that's yeah. very good. <laughs> well, we yeah, well, we kind of talked about that, didn't we, in your podcast last time on <laughs> exactly. imposter syndrome, yeah. so we could both relate to <laughs> yeah. that. But, yeah, it definitely adds complication to whatever may be going on in our life. Okay, let me, mm. let me go back to Bay Talk. Um, Bay Talk, I mean, I love – I, I love hearing about how it came, how it evolved, how you followed the hunches, the the crumbs, if you will, of what next, of, you know, navigating, hang on, this is not it, this is what I want to be able to do. And you discovering that, well, hang on, I can't, I can't hide, you know, that businesses are not going to be able to refer businesses if I'm just behind or if every business is just kind of hiding and, and you and no one's meeting each other. Mm. And that was, I guess, that was a big turning point in you then starting um, to do these amazing, um, uh, well, uh, what do you call them? Ch- Bay Talk Chats? I call them, yeah, we call them Bay Chat. Bay yeah. Chat. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I now found in the past from attending um, networking meetings, which yours isn't, if I'm correct in saying that, mm. is this pressure. It's like being on having to sell yourself. And maybe that's my misconception. Maybe I've misconstrued things in the past, but I don't think I have because immediately what happens is people will say, well, what do you do and what's your business? And I feel this, I felt this pressure to not just be able to be myself and kind of have in-depth conversations about, you know, lots of different other things. So um, how come it's not a networking meeting? (laughs) Um, Because I wanted it to be, to feel like a community. Um, And if I can, just a bit of background is, I feel that if we are only relying on ourselves and only seeing the impact that our decisions have on us, then we only see, you know, our life through our own lens if we're if we're in isolation. So you're not getting feedback from other people mm-hmm. um, on your business, on, on any decision that you're making if you just stay in isolation, especially if you're a sole trader working, mm-hmm. um, you know, working from home. And I've well, there is just so much knowledge that can be gained in community, which is so important. And when you're in business alone, there's nothing better than having someone to bounce an idea off, especially when that someone isn't invested in your business. Like, you know, as a, a business owner, you're invested in your own business and so are your family. They're invested in it because they know how much you care about it. Yeah. So if you have someone give their opinion purely based on fact with no emotion, well, that's just um, – so valuable mm. and so with with the Baytalk members I want them to feel that if they're having a problem or a challenge in business I want I'm hoping that I'm getting that feeling that they can think I'm going to bring that up at the next Baytalk meeting mm. you know or I'm going to pick up the phone and have a chat to one of the other Baytalk members yeah. so it's to create that feeling of having a business colleague even though you're in business um, on your own mm. And 
I, with community, I also think that community creates um, compassion, empathy when you're in a community. Yeah. Like I'm thinking about the, at the moment, the movement, um, the hashtags, you know, shop local, support local, love yeah. local, all of these hashtags. That's actually people saying, I love community. I care about the community and the local businesses. Mm. That's, that to me is just people screaming out, community is so important. Mm. And when it came to me doing my own business, I realized that when you're building a business, there's like so much more than money goes into it. You know, I mean, you would know it's, Absolutely. it's deciding, yeah. it's, it's your logo, it's your colorings, it's your tagline, yeah. your website, your mission, vision, blah, blah, blah. It's mm. all your dreams. Mm. And so over this period, with so many businesses being shut down through absolutely no fault of their own, it it um it really breaks my heart. So mm. and because it takes so much more than money um, mm. to build these businesses, but you know, community has what's helped. I think yeah. community has really helped businesses um get through. Yeah. So it it is such why. an important element, isn't it? And for you, it's been especially important because of your own journey. But um, I think it's important to everyone. And yet, here's the interesting thing, Caroline. It's not talked about at like I mean, yes, it is. But as a business owner, like you said, we, we can get lost in in our own day to day of what we're doing. And yet when that space is provided in a way that it's not competitive, which I can I, I, I can really ensure that's not what Bay Talk is about. It's about providing a safe space for other business members to come together, to support each other, to give each other um, insight, to see what we can't see that's on the tip of our noses, if you will, um, take the emotion that's out so of that, true. which is so powerful. And I think, you know, which is what you're touching on, it is we need to speak about this so much um, more. You know, if I think about when I first started my business and started in the in the, in the arena of, you know, um, coaching and retreats and workshops, so I went to the States to kind of understand more around how do I do that. But now I and, – and, and I don't know, it was just a call. It's maybe I just wanted to have some adventure overseas – and I was working with with the US quite a bit, and then I look back. You know, I'm, I'm I guess maybe it's the age. I don't know, but I look back in my own community, and I think there is so much um, richness. There are so many. There there is so much talent. There are there's some amazingly brilliant people offering incredible services and um, really making a difference. And when I hear you share your story, when I hear what you've been through, um, to me, really what you're doing is about bringing those gifts and talents together in a way that we can make a collective difference. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you want to share more about that? From my own experience and from feedback, like I tried, um, I've tried meetings and what what their meetings are called, but there's a lot of... um, um, KPIs, there's referrals that you need to do, there's meetings, a lot of commitment required. That's not what I wanted. I wanted it to be um, much more relaxed, but not mm. so relaxed that it's like you're just catching up for coffee with a friend. Mm. So I try my the idea with of Beethoven because it's sort of somewhere in the middle. So it's not got the structure of the KPIs and etc., but it hasn't got the 
informality of just catching up over coffee and shooting the breeze and then sort of feeling mm. like, oh, I don't know if I achieved a lot. But they've all got their value. There's value in both. The difference with, with Bay Talk is it's um, it's genuine connection. There's no one's trying to get something out of each other. It's not about what do you do? What's your mm. business? Is there anything in it for me? Yeah. It's not about that. It's yeah. about what do you do? What do I do? Let's help each other out. Mm. And that's kind of the culture. That's the culture of, of the meetings. And it's really coming through. I've, um, mm. one, one of my members, she said that, you know, she just loves how refreshing it is. So refreshing to be part of, of the Bay Talk community because mm. there is no, there's no targets. It's yeah. just good old fashioned community. That's it. It's it's so and it's so refreshing to hear that. It's so refreshing for you to hear well to hear you share that. And you know, on the one hand, it's so traditional, and it is. It's it's about reconnecting with that and making that as the new, the new bringing in the old traditions, um, or making it a little bit more obviously modernizing it. But bringing coming back to the to those core values of of connection and like you said, helping each other. And isn't it nice to be able to be part of that group? Um, I mean, I know one of the things that we talked about in our last um, podcast when you interviewed me on the imposter syndrome is, you know, this focus um, which can often create that is on on the pro- on, on on focusing on outcomes. And it sounds like one of the things that you're also doing and encouraging businesses. It's it's about relationships. It's about the process. How do we how are we doing what we're doing and how can we really help each other in that? Absolutely. It's about the quality. I really love hearing that and I'm so I'm so excited for what you've created and for the community. And that you know, I'm in that community. I'm in that in that um I'm in the community in terms of the catchment <laughs> and mm. who knows where it will go. Um, who I'll, knows? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I might ask you about that a little bit later, but how old is Bay Talk? Bay Talk was born December 2018 when um, Susan Jones finished my, my logo. But the idea started around July of 2018. Um, but, yeah, I can say – Baytalk's birthday is December. Mm. <laughs> so Baytalk's nearly 18 months old. Yay! <laughs> That's gorgeous. Um, little toddler, huh? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that it is a little toddler. <laughs> so it actually feels like that. It really yeah, does. Does it? Yeah, it's, it's interesting, yeah, it's, isn't it? It's learning so many things on the way. And yeah. it's, um, so tell me it's about that. Tell me about that. What has being in business and um finding, you know, setting up uh, Bay Talk. What has it ta- taught you about yourself? Um, a lot. It's taught me so much. It's. I didn't realise how much I care. I mean, I knew I care. I knew that I, I have quite a lot of empathy, but this whole um, COVID-19 era, I just had such a desire to help. Like, I really just wanted to, to help. And and I'm just a small business, so I didn't know how. Um, but I did little things. like I set up the, the adapters page on the website so that businesses in the area could let other people know what they're doing to try and keep in business. Like you'll see, you know, singing lessons online. And, and there's, there's so many great things. And that restaurants doing takeaways. And mm. and um, I think, what is it? Um, oh, they'll hate me for not remembering. Five Dot Dining. Mm-hmm. Doing those really neat. You can pick up 
cocktails, pre-made cocktails, like all this neat, neat stuff. Yeah. Um, so sharing, getting that out there, and then I've put the um, three-month membership um, for free out to local businesses. Yeah. So I learned that I've got a really strong desire to, to help. Yeah. Um, I also learned that I can be um, easily undermined and I found that I'm actually more capable than I realized. Mm. Um, so earlier in the in the year, I had I had a, a time that wasn't very pleasant, but it was actually a blessing in disguise. Um, and from that, my advice would be from this experience I had earlier this year, my advice to anyone starting um, something new or stepping out of their comfort zone is don't let anyone tell you that if you're going to succeed, you need to do things their way. <laughs> Just oh, trust yeah. your gut and stick to your own vision. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that then... you share that. I love that you share that, Caroline, <laughs> because it is so important when we're, you know, when we're setting up a business and John and I have been through this. So for those listening for the first time, John is my husband. We've, we've been through that and we've learned through making some of those mistakes and also trusting that others knew or that that they knew more than what we thought we oh, did it's so frustrating isn't it yeah yeah <laughs> it's the worst okay. especially when you come out the other end and you think why why didn't I just listen to myself mm-hmm. but yeah um and then I learned that I'm an adapter so the the MS diagnosis wasn't mm. one of my life plans um <laughs> yeah. but, but now I'm going to use the buzzword that, that everyone's talking the pivoted you know I pivoted mm-hmm. so Baytalk was my pivot my life pivot really mm-hmm. um and so I altered my path and um and I really love where this path is taking me mm. so they're, they're, they're the main things that I've, I've really learned about myself yeah, and do you is this? Let me ask you this: Is this the most you kind of feel at home in who oh, you yeah. are? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I I feel that you have a lot more to share in terms of wisdom and experience when it comes to the time when you were diagnosed with MS. Um, can you share a little bit when how you found out? And you know, you mentioned a little bit, and then. What advice would you give to others who may be going through something similar or experiencing some health challenges? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it was a very, um, yeah, it was a very strange experience. And I have to say that now it's nearly seven years, it'll be seven years in, in July that um, mm-hmm. after my di- diagnosis, I actually still don't think it's hit. The, the reality of it, which would probably sound weird to some people. I mean, it's been nearly seven years, but it hasn't hit. Mm. Um, In what way, Caroline, when you say that it hasn't just, hit? It still is like it's something that happens to other people. Mm. And it's still like if I see somebody that's further advanced, it, I still look at them and think, oh, that's what happens to those people. Mm-hmm. That doesn't actually happen to me. <laughs> I don't quite know what the difference is between me and those people, but... Mm. <laughs> That's where it is in, in my head. Um, but I appreciate your, I just, appreciate your honesty about that because that's not something maybe that people would readily um, share. Yeah, it's it's a really weird, um, a really weird feeling. I just kind of take it in my stride, and, and to be honest, getting the diagnosis was more of a of a relief than than anything. I was sure I had a tumor or something going on, and what was really terrifying is that I didn't feel like I was being heard by the health 
um, professionals. Mm. So like for well over six months, I was having constant niggling health problems, vertigo, um, voices in my head, would not my own voices in my head, when people were talking, I'm not schizophrenic, <laughs> but when people were talking, it would echo. Um, so voices would echo and my vision was blurred. I'd have pain in my feet. And there were so many things that when I went to the doctor, it felt like, you know, you walk in the door and you feel like they're looking at you going, oh, what now? <laughs> like, what's mm. she going to say she's got wrong with her now? You just feel like a, a fake and a bit of a hypochondriac. Mm. Um, I had, with my, my left eye was very blurred and I had one um, ophthalmologist tell, tell me that I needed to blink more right. and use optics because I had dry eyes. <laughs> did they was, did they know you were oh, well you didn't know at this time did you that you no, had, okay, didn't know there was right. just mm. things going on all the time there was um some would say you've got a silent migraine mm. I had really my feet were incredibly painful and I was told you need orthotics so there was lots of appointments and they're all saying nothing was wrong and I felt like such an idiot and also it's actually such a lonely isolating time because you know yeah. something's wrong yeah. but you're not being heard and I was just scared mm. um and I was struggling cognitively as well like um Russell Lee the, when my older daughter was there the the newsletters would come home and anybody that had a child at Russell Lee when Mrs Pike was there knows that the newsletters newsletters were long yeah. really long yeah. <laughs> but I would have to say to my husband oh, can you just read it for me and tell me what it says because I couldn't yeah. process it mm, mm. and at that time I was also running the um I was the coordinator for the Russell Lee school fate so I had all of this stuff going on and plus trying to coordinate and I put it all down to stress mm. um but then finally um on um a doctor said to me you need to see a, a neurologist and that was when I finally felt like I was being heard and this neurologist was amazing because I said to him I feel like an idiot and he said well I don't think you're an idiot he was really nice um and it was my 40th birthday and I, I remember his words like yesterday when he said I want to rule out MS and um I still didn't think it would be mm. that but um yeah I had a sure enough spinal tap MRI and, and quite a lot of other tests that was um the diagnosis and mm. so I really wanted to bring this out because I want people to know that, you know, your own body, well, everyone knows your own body. We all know that we know our own bodies better than anybody else does. Yeah. So if you know something's wrong, you've just got to keep pushing um, for tests and, mm. and, and get the answers because, you know, you just don't know what it is. I was, in a way, I guess, I, I thought, geez, I've got a bloody tumour behind my left eye and I was more relieved than anything. But yeah. Because you didn't, you didn't know, then there was so much going on. I mean, with MS, it can be so varied, right, in terms of symptoms. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but nothing so specific or necessarily. I mean, sometimes it's localized, but in terms of the experience, to be able to know, well, it could be this, could be that, and so so vague, right, in terms of what it could. Well, be. having to sort of say to a doctor, you know, like say to them. You know what it feels like when you've just had one too many glasses of wine? You know, you're not drunk, but you feel not quite there. I said, I feel like that all the time. And this is how I'd have to describe how I feel. And I knew they're looking at me like, you're just weird. That was your <laughs> sense. That was how I felt. Yeah. That was how, how I could describe it. Mm. 
Yeah. So um, on that on that note, sorry to interrupt you, Caroline. That's right. Thinking back then, what would you what would you have wanted them to do instead? Like the healthcare professionals, what would what would have made a difference to you? Oh gosh. I actually, you know what, thinking about it, I actually don't know what they could have done. Um, they probably have done the testing much earlier. I think I wish that they had rather than sort of now when I look back at all the symptoms I had and then of course you go on to Dr. Google mm. and then you, they say and all the symptoms that they say and it's MS comes you know screaming out at you I kind of think why didn't they test me why didn't somebody say let's mm. get testing much earlier on so that's probably what yeah would have made life a lot easier yeah yeah, it's interesting because it makes me think, which is a whole other topic, but just how the whole system is set up. There are so many specialties within medicine that we then, as specialists, tend to see the world and symptoms through that specialty. Um, yeah, in, you know, thinking about what is the possibility here, what is, um, I guess, a greater kind of bigger picture when it comes to someone like who's been in your situation. I mean, I know. Speaking to John, who's doing a um, research on low, low back pain, and he was looking at incorporating um, an online program, so CBT with manual therapy, doing a randomized control trial. One of the things that he found is the biggest factor that had an impact on people's recovery was being listened to and believed in yeah. what they were sharing. And yeah. I wonder how much of a difference that would have made to you. Anyway, mm. what's kind of what's kind of funny is well, not funny, but is that like with the neurologists, you're just another one, you know, and so nothing's really like that that serious. So, but when you're now when you're with a GP, they're like, <gasps> you know, it's much more serious to them. <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of awkward as well because yeah. It, yeah, it's interesting, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Mm. So given where you're at now with MS, how is MS for you now? Or how, you know, obviously you're doing so much more in your life. Um, how are you now? And given where things are at, what, what, what do you want to share with others who are going through challenges going with their health? To make sure you've got, um, I hope, you know, if you can, to have that, that family and friend um, network that just to have that support around you um I also I used to keep it quite quiet um so to own it and and to let people um there's nothing wrong with letting people know um, what you're going through um I think yeah that would be the main thing actually is to let people know and ensure that you've got a, a really good support network around you and um and listen to your body mm. if you need to um especially those with um you know with ms in particular um if you know you're going through a flare-up or something make sure you listen to your body don't put too higher expectations on yourself oh, um, yeah. that's a gold one that's a gold nugget here i think that's the frustrating um the frustrating part that i still get really frustrated with is I will have all the intentions of all the things I want to achieve mm -hmm. and and the body has different ideas 
and that's really hard. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it, it. You know, it's it is frustrating, isn't it? And I feel like we are all being taught that in so many different ways. I mean, obviously, um, having a physical health challenge will amplify that by you know 20 50 times but something tells me I don't know if it's the times that we're living in now that we can have all the intentions and we can have all all the goals that we want to but sometimes we just have to um, trust and listen to our bodies to use your words what you were saying and that's that's the hardest thing I would say um yeah, because I did um, initially think, because I, I had one um, neurologist, I only visited her a couple of times because I didn't like what she had to say, and, and she'd said that um, on average you can need a, a walking aid about 10 years after diagnosis, and that really, really it terrified me. And so mm. I got this mindset that I've got to get all of these things done, I want to be able to travel, I want to get all of this other stuff done before that happens. And then I've kind of like decided, actually, I'm not going to change the way I live my life mm. because all that did was create stress of like, mm. I've got to get that done and that done. And that's not a way to live just because you're stressing out. There's something that's going to happen that you won't be able to do it later. So I don't change how I live, I live my life, um, which is, I think, something that I always thought when someone's found out they had a had something that meant potentially they would be limited in what they can do in life, that they would suddenly just try a try and go out there and do everything they could but that's not the case that just I just live my life um you know just normally and mm. and I love my life mm. just I, I love my life and I love how I'm living it and what will be will be yeah well uh, that's the motto isn't it what will be will be I love yeah. that and you're you're connecting so many more people and businesses and there's so much there's so much joy in that for you and for everyone oh, else. Yeah, yeah, it, um, yeah I do get um, a, a lot of, um, there's a lot of reward in it and a lot of satisfaction and a real, I get a genuine kick out of it actually mm -hmm. when, I, when I speak to different members and they'll say that they did something for one of the other members or yeah. they were on the phone and they did something. It's like, oh, wow, it's working. This yeah. is cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, isn't it? And, and you put me in touch, you know, we mentioned Susan Jones and who did some branding and, I worked with her. She did branding. We we worked on that, and and then she attended one of my retreats. And it's just interesting to see how things play out and where it yeah. takes us. I'm very very grateful for that. All right. Any last kind of words that you want to leave the listeners with? Um, go out there and give your best shot at any new challenge that you're taking um, in life, and listen to yourself. Trust the people that um, that you can genuinely tell want what's best for you. And, um, yeah, just go out there and give it your best shot. Mm. And check out Bay Talk. <laughs> yes. Okay. So <laughs> where can people check out Bay Talk? So it's baytalk.com.au mm. and that also links you to um, the new podcast channel, um, baytalkpodcast.com.au which is fantastic and yeah that's an exciting an exciting new thing um, mm. to do mm. Caroline it's so 
amazing and inspiring to see how Bay Talk is, is evolving, how it's growing into its personality and what it's offering to people and the difference that it's making. Um, it's it's pretty cool actually, and I know that it's going to continue to grow into something. Um, that's going to continue to strengthen the community, um, obviously the businesses, but maybe even beyond that, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, on that note, before we finish up, what what do you hope to see um, continue to happen with Bay Talk and its members? Um, I'd love it to be the first thing, the first um, place that comes to mind if, if there's someone new to the area that and I don't know someone introduces them they say oh look jump on Bay Talk and um, they'll be able to point you in the right direction of the best places to go for for your hair for your school for you know I'd like to have all of that really essential community information there and also I'd love it to be that when people are just starting out into that world of trying out your own business that they think oh, I've got to go to Bay Talk they're going to help me out and that's what I'd love it to be. It's just the place awesome. that people go to for business. Yeah, awesome. And in terms of, um, I guess, criteria for membership and who can join, what is that? It's um, any business in the in the inner west um, can join. It's perfect for, as I've said before, it's, it's perfect for people that work um, by themselves, but it can be for um, larger organisations as well where you don't have someone that you can actually talk with that's on the same level as you because you can't talk to your staff about the problems you're having, um, you know, at the higher end of your of your business. Yeah. So just for people that are on their own in business and need connection and live in the inner west, um, that's who it's for. This is inner west of Sydney, just in case you're inner joining us from, I don't know, Canada or... <laughs> <laughs> Europe somewhere Um, (laughs) but you know you can take so much away from this conversation and maybe be inspired to look at how you can connect um, within your own community if you already haven't and bring businesses together that is more about real connection support helping over and beyond KPIs um, what, what we were talking about results which all of it is important but it's not first and foremost as I always say, yeah. that takes care of itself when we really um, show up and can be there for others and make that difference from a place of, um, uh, yeah, authenticity. Exactly. That's mm. perfect. That's exactly um, what it is. All right, Caroline, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you for your time. I I look forward to um, seeing what Bay Talk, how Bay Talk um, evolves, and look forward to being part of it. Thank you for your time. Thanks for joining me today on Empowered Conversations. Subscribe to the show now, and then head over to my Facebook page, Susie Petrozzi, for free personal growth and self-discovery tools that you can use today to be present, be powerful, and be on purpose. See you next time for Empowered Conversations.